Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a coworker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity. I'm glad you're here. We're going to talk about something so basic to life with difficult people. And it's something that many people just have a reluctance to deal with. It's something that it it doesn't feel nice somehow to some people. And I know, you know, I was raised by hijackals, those difficult people. And I know that I was always trying to make them happy. And I bet you were too. And so how do you make them happy? I didn't like them much. I didn't really want to make them happy, but I didn't want them on my back either. These were the parents. And as a, as a kid, you can't do much about what I'm talking about today. So therefore, as an adult, you may end up with needing what I'm talking about today more than ever, because you may be actually enabling people to treat you poorly, not by fault, simply because you don't have enough practice in setting things up so they won't happen. So you get into this constant drama situation. It's exhausting. It can wear you out, wear you down. It You could be exhausted right down to your toes, you know? And you, this person says to you, something that that just oh pushes your buttons and you you're kind of saying again really you're going to bring that up again and whether or not you say that out loud or you're saying that in your head it's happening or maybe that person says something horrible like it's all your fault I don't know why I even stay with you and this kind of conversation is a very blaming conversation. It's very, very typical of hijackles. If you haven't been with me before, let me define hijackles. It's my trademark term for the people with the patterns, traits, cycles, behaviors that are so relentlessly difficult. And those very hijackles they choose their prey. So they can be the most fabulous person you have ever met out in public. But at home, they will not be. They will be horrible. They will be demeaning, belittling, degrading, discounting. It'll be verbal abuse, emotional abuse, hopefully not, but sometimes physical and sexual abuse. And it is exhausting. Of course, it's exhausting. And the other thing that will drag you down is that constant hope, that belief that things will magically change. 
You know, if you haven't been on my YouTube channel lately, you can go and find it. The channel name is For Relationship Help, F-O-R, Relationship, H-E-L-P. And I did a video last week, I think, on love bombing, the sneaky way that narcissists keep you hooked on the hope that they love you. And so that's very important. You need to really understand love bombing if you're with one of these difficult people. But the other big drain, aside from this drama and this downputting and all that goes with that, is your constant hope that things will change. They will get better. This person that you met originally who seemed to know you and love you will return and they won't except when they really want something, which is the love bombing piece. But this is exhausting to keep being hooked on hope that that person that you believed loved you and you so want to believe loved you is hurting you and you hope that that person will return. So you keep investing in the idea of change, but actually you have to initiate some change because if there's too much drama in your relationship, that means at some level you're either putting up with it and enabling it or you're uncomfortably comfortable with it. You've kind of gotten into the way of it and you're bobbing and weaving and trying to stay out of the way of the hijackal behavior. So does that sound familiar at all? Because if so, here's the bad news. Nothing will change until you change. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. There's no magic bullet for fixing that other person. So when drama's present, of course, predictability can't be present. And when drama is present and the more that it escalates, the less you can think straight. So you become on guard and walking on eggshells all the time. And after a while, you're worn down. So you react. You don't respond. You don't think, how can I give the best possible response here to set a boundary or to let this person know that this drama is not going to take place or to just say no to what's going on. So you react and you get angry or you get upset. And when you do that, you know what a hijackal does. They'll say, there you go again. You see, it's all your fault. And so that part pattern be becomes established and you become an integral part of it. So it's really important to be able to see the pattern. Now, much of what I'm talking about today is included in my ebook, Escaping the Hijackal Trap. Go to Amazon and read the whole thing. If one sentence I've said already makes sense to you, go to Amazon and just put in Escaping the Hijackal Trap or put in my name, Roberta Shaler, remember R-H-O-B-E-R-T-A-S-H-A-L-E-R -E -E into the Amazon search bar and I'll show you all my books. So things to think about. You've got to see these patterns. So to have the hope of stopping the drama, there is one big thing you have to do. You have to know yourself well enough, and that takes a lot, you have to know yourself well enough to set, express, and maintain strong boundaries. Oh, I know you've heard that word. I know you know they're good things. But when you're worn down and torn down, 
sometimes you don't have the energy for it. But now I'm hoping that you will find that energy. You need to know yourself well enough to set, express, and maintain strong boundaries. And if the boundary is not respected, you have to have a consequence and you must follow through with that consequence. So how do you do this? A boundary is a line between what's all right with you and what's not. So let's use the example of name calling. Of course you don't like it when your partner calls you a slob or a nag or a loser or a failure or whatever. Who does? Yet some people put up with it. I hope you're not one of them. But a boundary expressed would sound like this. Name calling doesn't work for me. I get immediately upset and stressed when it happens. I get triggered and angry because I feel put down by a label. I'm happy to talk about difficult things with you. However, when name calling starts, I'm going to leave the conversation because it is going nowhere good. So you've identified what's going on. And then you have said what you're going to do about it if it continues. So you've set the boundary. You've told them what goes on for you. So you've been very communicative. And then you say, I'm happy to talk about difficult things. But if the name calling starts, I'm going to leave the conversation. And that's setting a boundary. And after you've said that, the next time the partner calls you, whatever they call you, a witch or a deadbeat or whatever, you say, I said I would leave the conversation when name stalling starts, name calling starts, and I'm doing that right now. If you want to talk about this further, we can do it at a later time and leave. I know it just went through your mind. What if they don't let me leave? What if they block the door? What if they do that? You stop talking. You can leave emotionally and verbally. If you can't get out, just stop talking. And if you do say something, just repeat your boundary. The most important thing when expressing a boundary is making it stick. Too many people make empty threats without ever actually setting boundaries. They get frustrated, angry, stressed or depressed and go into, yeah, shutdown. And they threaten to leave in a half-hearted attempt to change the conversation. You know that one. You know, they just threaten to leave and throw it out there to kind of change the conversation, to shock their partner into listening to them. But then they stay. The boundary is never expressed and definitely never enforced. And then resentment builds. And when resentment builds, you're more likely, can't make my mouth work today, you're more likely to react than respond. That's what happens when you get into resentment and it's working on you from the inside out. You tend to blurt. And as you've heard me say before in videos and episodes, when you blurt, you hurt. And you don't want to be doing that because that makes you out of control in the relationship. 
So too much drama in the relationship? If that's what you're saying or what you're putting up with, then what drama are you causing or perpetuating because of your fear of setting boundaries? What's your part in this? Yes, you know, hijackles have their problems. They have their patterns, traits, cycles. You know, the definition of a hijackle is a person who hijacks the relationship for his or her own purpose and then relentlessly scavenges it for power, status, and control. So you know this about the hijackle. So what are you going to do here? So I'm going to give you three really important things that will help you think about and hopefully express and maintain your boundaries. Number one, clarify your boundaries for yourself and to yourself. Figure out what is absolutely not all right with you and why. Do that quietly by yourself. Maybe put it in a journal. Really think about it. And you don't have to do it fast. You can do it over a few days. So you get really clear about it. And it might look like this. You might have written, I feel disrespected, dismissed, maybe threatened when my partner gets angry and yells at me. I recognize in this moment that nothing productive comes from it because it becomes a competition and then it all escalates and then there are hurtful things said and we get into those patterns. So I know I need to set a boundary around this. Okay, so you're clarifying your boundary for yourself and to yourself. And then when you're ready and no more than a week, okay, Express your boundary to your partner. Choose a quiet moment, a quiet moment when no stress or tension is going on and or when it comes up again, whichever one is important and, and is most reasonable in your relationship. And then you say something like this. I want to be able to work things through with you, even the difficult things, but I can't do it when it escalates into a screaming match. I just can't. So I'm not going to go there anymore. When I find things are getting to that point, I'm going to leave the relationship and leave the conversation to preserve the relationship. I want you to know I'm absolutely willing to talk about the issue at another time when we're calm and have a hope of resolving it. But in order to do my part in making things peaceful and productive, I am going to withdraw and leave the conversation at that time. Become clear within yourself what's okay, what's not okay. You have then expressed it to your partner. And the number three one is to maintain that boundary and make it stick. Because once you've expressed your boundary, you must follow through. And if you don't, Oh, you know what will happen. Your partner won't believe you. And your partner will definitely not take you seriously. And maybe that's your spouse. Maybe that's the person you live with. Maybe it's your roommate. Maybe it's your mother or father. Maybe it's a colleague or a friend. It doesn't matter who this partner that I'm talking about is. You have to maintain your boundary and make it stick. And once you've expressed it, follow through. Because if you don't, and they don't believe you, and they don't take you seriously, you'll be in more resentment. (coughs) That person may laugh, and they may trample you further. 
What will you get? More drama. So here's a suggestion. Here's what you can say at that moment. I want to work this issue out with you, uh, but I'm getting angry. And I think we're on the verge of yelling at each other. And I care about the relationship and I care about figuring out this issue. I am leaving the conversation now. I'm happy to talk about this issue sometime soon when we're calm. And leave. Leave. People believe your actions. It's just the opposite. You know, when you're with a hijackal, you want to believe the words then that they told you at the beginning. And you keep wanting to believe the I love you when the behavior is nothing like I love you. Well, when you're in this boundary setting situation, it's kind of the opposite. You have to believe their behavior now because it is not, I love you. So don't revert to go back to say, oh, well, they're having a difficult time. It's, it's a stressful time. They had a bad childhood. Don't go making excuses for them. Stay present and hold your ground in the moment because you deserve to take up space and draw breath. Okay, breathe. You deserve to take up space and draw breath. Therefore, you deserve to speak up for what you need and want. So that's why I'm giving you these tips today. Take these actions and see how you can improve your relationship. I know that you will feel empowered when you do it, even if your legs are a little shaky and you're not sure. And maybe the hijacker won't like it. I can tell you almost for sure the hijacker won't like it. But if you just do it in a neutral voice, just follow the things that I've said here, then you will feel better about you. And I want you to feel better about you. That's why I'm giving you these things. And it'll improve how you feel about your part in the conversation. So these are very important things. Boundary setting is not easy, especially when you come from a home maybe where there weren't any boundaries. You didn't learn to set them. And if you had ever tried to say no to a hijackal parent, that didn't go very well. So now you're afraid to try it here. I hope this empowers you. As I said, this topic today comes from my book, Escaping the Hijackal Trap. It's a downloadable ebook at, at uh, Amazon. Just put my name in, Roberta Shaler, R-H-O-B-E-R-T-A-S-H-A-L-E-R. And it'll come up along with my other books. If you're with a difficult person, you need to know how to handle your part in it so that you are empowered, you feel skilled and competent and capable and comfortable to speak up. Yeah, maybe not so much the comfortable part, but you'll get comfortable if you practice. I know you will. And you know, you can always find me if you want to work with me at forrelationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, relationshiphelp, H-E-L-P.com. If you'd like to be part of our off social media discussion group where you're very, very safe, join my optimized circles. There are three levels of joining there. The first level, only $5 a month, gets you into my safe and secure discussion forums and gets you my 21 Steps to Empowered Emotional Savvy. It is a home study program 
free to members that takes you over 47 days. You receive them by email and gives you things to think about, things to journal, things that will help you change your mind and your life. And I want that for you. I want you to feel powerful and strong and that you really do deserve to take up space and draw breath. And you deserve to be assertive about what you think, feel, need, and want as long as you do not mention the name of or use a pronoun for another human. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. So excited that you're here. So excited that you're taking steps to be empowered. And I look forward to talking to you soon. You can join in over at YouTube if you prefer that. My channel, of course, is called For Relationship Help. And every Monday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific, I have a live streaming program where you can put your questions in the chat. Lots of ways for us to talk and make life better. I look forward to talking with you soon. Be good to yourself. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at forrelationshiphelp.com, F-O-R Relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at For Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.